Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of Proverbs chapter number one and verse number five. On the last podcast, we started in this verse with a couple thoughts, and we want to continue that today on the podcast. Thank you for listening. I don't say that a lot. I like to get right into the scripture most days, but thank you for listening. Thank you for joining Treasures of Truth podcast, and do me a favor, if you would, share it with your friends. Share it on your social media, uh, whichever social media you use, and share this podcast and let others know about Treasures of Truth, and I'd appreciate that. But thank you so much. Our audience has grown a lot over the last month, and I'm thankful for that. And uh, this is number 189, episode number 189, part number two of the subject, A Wise Man. And here's what the Bible says, Proverbs 1.5, A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. And we begin on the last podcast talking about the wise man and uh, how important it is for us to heed the word of God. Throughout the Bible, there's a lot of distinction made between the wise and the foolish, where the wise man lives for that which is unseen, while the foolish man lives for that which is only he can see. Uh, You know, the wise man puts a big emphasis on the eternal while a foolish man puts the emphasis on the um, temporal. And so wisdom is the ability to make right use of knowledge. It's not knowledge. There's a lot of people that are intellects and ignorant. Uh, Some people are educated beyond uh, their intelligence. Wisdom is a God-given ability. And the Bible tells us that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So that simply means if you don't know God, you can't know wisdom. And so here we started in this passage on the last podcast about the characteristics of a wise man. What makes a wise man? What does God say about a wise man? Well, the first truth in this passage is a wise man listens. Because the Bible clearly says a wise man will hear. You've got two ears You've got one mouth. We need to listen twice as much as we talk. And then we talked about uh, a wise man will learn because the Bible said a wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a wise person seeks to learn. They never get satisfied. They, They want to sharpen their craft. You know, they want to make, if they're a preacher, they want to be a better preacher. If they're a singer, they want to be a better singer. If they're a Sunday school teacher, they want to be a better Sunday school teacher. If they're a deacon, they want to be better. If they're a carpenter, they want to be a better carpenter. If they're um, a mechanic, they want to be a better mechanic. And, And it goes across the board. And the Bible teaches us that a wise man will learn. He'll pay attention. He'll listen and learn. And by the way, listening and learning is connected. When you listen, you will learn. And uh, the Bible says, and uh, I finished here on the last podcast, Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. No learning 
is more important than spiritual learning. Because this Bible, I'll never know all of it until I get to glory. We will never know all of God's glory until we get to glory. It's a process. Every day with Jesus, the song said, is sweeter than the day before. So a wise man is someone who is a lifelong student of the Word of God so that they can learn more and more about divine truth. Now watch this. A wise man will listen. A wise man will learn. Listen to the verse. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. So a wise man will learn and listen, but number three, a, a wise man will be led. A wise man will be led. He'll listen, he'll learn, and he will be led because he will depend upon the safety of the counsel. There's safety in a multitude of counselors. Listening and learning men are going to gain wisdom that will guide their lives. The word wise counsels refers to directing or managing a ship into the right course. And boy, I'm going to tell you, we've got a world where people are going shipwrecked. People have shipwrecked their lives because they've not listened to good counsel. A wise man will follow after those who, uh, who, who've not made shipwreck. Uh, I, I, I have watched people's lives. I, I've tried to learn not only from my own experience. People say, well, experience is the best teacher. Well, I, I don't know if you can say that or not. Uh, experience is a good teacher, but it's got a very expensive tuition. Hey, some things I'd rather learn from somebody else's experience and not my own. Because I can let somebody else deal with the hurt. I can let somebody else deal with the pain. And I can watch their life and say, that's not a choice I want to make. Experience will teach you, but it'll cost you what you learn. So the best way to learn is not by experience. The best way to learn is by the experiences of others. And guess what? Paul said that all those Old Testament saints, they were written for our example. We can look at Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and David and Daniel and Solomon and all the kings there in, in Israel and Judah and all the judges. We can look at their lives and we can say, that's a choice I don't need to make. That's a choice I do need to make. And then we can look in our own lives. We can, we can look at the failures even of our own parents, the failures of our own grandparents, the failures of our friends around us, the failures of the of our family members, people in our in our immediate family where a choice they made cost them. And I realize if I make that choice, it's going to cost me. And so you will attain to wise counsels. You'll listen and you'll learn, but then you will be led. Thank God for godly, holy examples who have shown us a way of prosperity. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about a prosperous spiritual life. And I'll say this, if there's a young person listening, life is hard, but it's not impossible. Look at people's lives. I study churches. I, I am in the uh, church building business, if you will. I'm a pastor. I want to see my church grow. I want to see 
it grow spiritually. I want to see it grow numerically. I want to see it grow financially. Uh, you know, and so I watch churches. I watch ministries. I'll find myself many times during the week watching a live feed from somebody's church service and seeing what's good that they did, seeing maybe something that they had an error on, you know, and something that could be improved. And it's not a judgmental thing or being critical. It's me watching and listening and learning and being led. Life is hard, but it's not impossible. Look at people's lives. Look look at their marriages. Watch their children. And if you see a success, find out why there's a success. I was blessed. I was blessed as a child. Um, my grandfather, uh, Simpson, Grandpa Simpson was a preacher. Him and my grandmother, they were successful people. They, they loved the Lord. They lived good lives. Uh, they saw God bless their life. When my grandfather died in 1996, everybody in the family had been saved. Every descendant he had at the time of his death had been born again. And I watched that. I see my own dad and mom, and I see the successes they've had. And I see where God blessed certain things, and so I try to emulate that. I'm blessed with a good wife who had a mom and dad that's in the ministry and had uh, a grandfather that was in the ministry, and they live successful Christian lives. And so we've tried to imitate and emulate uh, those lives and make the choices. Have I made all good choices? I wish. Oh, Lord, I wish I could go back. Don't you wish you could go back sometimes and redo some of the mistakes you made, some of the boneheaded things you've done? Well, you know what? That's on me because I had the examples. But even if you said, well, I didn't have a grandpa that was a preacher. I didn't have a daddy that was a preacher, and so my life's not going to turn out right. The wonderful thing about this is you can study God's Word, and you can adopt someone in the Bible, a Bible character, and you can see where they made good choices and bad choices, and you can say, I'm not going to do that because I saw where that got Moses. I'm not going to lose my temper. He didn't get to see Canaan land. Or he got to see it, but he didn't get to go in it. And, and, and I'm, I'm not going to follow what Abraham did when he went down to Egypt, but I'm going to follow his faith. You know, I'm going to follow believing in God. And so you can look at different characters in the Bible and see where certain choices made a mess of their life, and another choice made their life turn out right. And so life creates a demand for wisdom. We have to listen. We have to learn. And we have to be led. This generation does not like authority. They do not want someone leading them. You know, everybody's about, I'm going to find my own way. I'm going to be my own self. That's foolishness. That's foolishness. Wisdom is being led. And there is a demand for wisdom in this life. James chapter 1, verse 5. Here's a very important verse of Scripture. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Do you see that? Any, if any of you lack wisdom, and that's me. There's times that, that my flesh and this mind of mine Desires the wrong things. I've have, I have to pray, God, give me wisdom. There are going to be times when we do not know exactly what choice to make or how to think about a given situation. We are in a state of lacking wisdom. There is a shortage of wisdom 
It could be highly highlighted on so many different areas. I mean, family issues. People lack wisdom. There's times when I my children were growing. Uh, Jeremiah is now uh, 20, I guess he'll be 27 in a few days. Uh, Lydia, when they were children, when they were teenagers, there were times I'm like, God, you got to help me. I have no idea what direction to go here. Uh, family issues. Ask God for wisdom. Relationship problems. Work problems. Um, financially, we need wisdom. People are making poor decisions financially. I deal with this all the time. People uh, have gotten themselves in a mess. Preacher, we need some counsel. And a lot of times I'll give the counsel, but they don't heed it. We need wisdom. You need to pray, God, give me wisdom about this financial decision. The size of the house that I buy. The type of car that I buy. What I spend money on for leisure and and, uh, recreation. Prioritizing financially. We need wisdom. See, we don't always have a clear handle on every intersection we come to in life. And the important thing to understand is if you do not face up to your lack of wisdom, you'll never ask for it. It's the arrogant person that thinks they never need counsel. It's the foolish person who refuses to admit their need for wisdom. Life has created a demand for wisdom. You've got to face these situations with with the wisdom of God. When you don't know which way to turn, when you don't know what to do or what to think, you've acknowledged you don't have the answer. That's great. Now you're ready to let God be the source of wisdom and get the help that you need. A wise man will learn, a wise man will listen, and a wise man will be led. Let's live that wisdom life. I want you to go out today and be salt and light. This world needs you. God left you here to help this world. It's dirty and dark. You can purify the area you live in. You can illuminate the area you live in. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. I'm getting up tomorrow. I'm going to get filled with the wisdom of God's Word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get filled with the Spirit of God. And I'm going to live a testimony tomorrow for Christ and be salt and light. Don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. And until then, God bless you.